Hello, welcome back to Struggling with the Bumps. Uh, you got all three hosts today. Daniel's back with us. This will probably be our first episode with the OG3. Um, as Bryce dances in the corner now that we got our boy Daniel back. Um, so today we'll be talking about the grind, which seems very appropriate as that is exactly what Daniel has been doing. Um, that's not to say that Bryce and I haven't been, but obviously Daniel's been really engaged <clears throat> mm-hmm. in his grind Certainly. right now. Um, Certainly levels to the grind. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So to start off with, uh, Daniel and Bryce, what is the grind? You know, what, what does that mean when we say it all the time? You want to take it? Man, the grind is like, that's actually a good question. I think it's like a, I think it's like a span of time where you are working super hard or you're doing a lot to get yourself from maybe A to I wouldn't even want to say A to B because that's like regular. But grind, you're taking yourself from like A to like G or something like that, you know, or A to Z. You know, grinding is like a, it's definitely a state of mind, and it's just the kind of way you go about things. You know, you do you kind of block out the noise, the unnecessary things in life, you know, good or bad, because you can definitely overdo it very easily in the grind, but. Yeah, I guess that's how I think of it. It's just like a state of time. It's not grind isn't well, the grind is forever, but there's levels to the grind. And gosh, I'm getting a little more complicated. But how I think of grind, it, it's like a span of time. Like, like, you know, you want to get ripped, you're gonna grind for six months, you know? Something like that. Daniel. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree for the most part. Um, there's definitely different types of grinds, I guess, because like you have your workout grind and your daily life grind, I guess. But I mean, once you get over it, I feel like I feel like it's a essentially the grind is from point A to point B to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. Because like once you get there, like you don't really have a grind after that. So like, but there are certain grinds that just never stop. Like I guess technically workout grind. Well. I guess it stops when you kick the bucket. So <laughs> um, I was gonna say, Daniel, yeah. you mentioned in our chat to be or not to be. Yeah, that's a grind right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um but yeah, I mean shit. I, I know I've gone through like and and like I guess your grind like what you got going on changes throughout your life too. Cause like I don't really have like sports grind or anything like that anymore. Yeah, Dan, let me ask you this, something I've always wondered about you, and I don't know if I've ever specifically asked this, you know, obviously you are better, you got farther in athletics than me and Eddie, and you are the Bailey, not the Bailey, you are the better athlete. Do you think, like, when you were younger, you were legit grinding, or is this more, or is that, like, you feel like you got your way in sports by just pure athleticism, or were you that kid that, because, I mean, I grinded, I guess, somewhat in soccer, but not to the level I needed to be to go anywhere, you know. But but you, you know, probably the closest person I know to a D1 prospect and D1 Division One football talent. So, I, you know what I mean? I'm kind of curious on that end. Um, well, i definitely say closer, especially in high school, is probably where it started. Or at least I started to see it like that. Because for me growing up, not only did, I, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like a new, well, to me, it's a newish term from the last few years, but growing up as a kid, um, not to say like I didn't work hard in the athletics, but a lot of it was just natural for me. So it's not like I wasn't trying hard, but a lot of it just, I don't know, it just kind of came. Um where I guess I started seeing the grind was more towards when I really picked up football because then that's where it was like they wanted me to add weight obviously since I'm not the biggest person so I guess I really had to grind in the the weight room for that no I think I just want to say I think it is a good point though because like I feel like Something, a concept that was, you know, applied or at least mentioned to me uh, in one of my courses over the summer was sort of like this 
how do you get from no knowledge or no con conceptual like perspective on something to like now you're like super capable right like how do you go lay about a foundation that you can then just exponentially increase and grow i think daniel you make a good point it's like when we're kids and we're like learning sports and school and stuff like that it's not to say we're not working hard because i think we are in some cases it's just once we get to that next level and we start coming to the more realization we have this foundation we can start really going after those things that we're interested in or really like doing. Um, so I, I definitely would agree and say my grind more started in high school. And I feel like I actually grinded about just as much to get good in volleyball in my four years as I did in football. Um, and maybe even more so in some cases, but uh, as far as the coaching grind though, that was obviously the most that I've done. Um, but yeah, yeah. It was, it's in everything. Yeah, Bryce. Yeah, you know, I was kind of thinking about this as I asked Daniel a little bit because, because like, I think for me when I guess I, and I like what you said about knowledge because I thought about myself and I thought about, you know, I I guess I just didn't know what I was doing when I was like, you know, I, I wanted to always work hard, but I never knew how to, I guess, build on it or how to do it. You know what I mean? Like, like I, when I played soccer and I was like in middle school, I just made myself run a mile every day and like, that's great, but you know, probably should have done more. It, but I, but honestly, I just didn't know, and I, I never thought to do the research, you know. And but I will say, I think one thing that helped me in that process of figuring out how to get better was I started playing at a for a higher level team where I wasn't, you know, good enough to play for them. So it was like I got to do, you know, it kind of set off the spark in me to be like, all right, it's got to be three miles every day, and after that, I got to. I got to dribble for 30 minutes. I got to juggle for an hour. You know, I got to take 50 shots before I can go to bed, you know, and that's what sparked it for later on. So I don't know. I think, I think it sometimes the grind comes when you meet a challenge and you realize yeah. that you have to make this leap. And the only way to make this leap in a certain amount of time is to take it up a notch in whatever you're doing. I was going to say, I was going to interlock it too with, and reading, and I, I think I mentioned this already before, so for the audience, sorry if I annoy you with this, but like Angela Duckworth talking about grit, this is part of it uh, in her book, the beginning is kind of like the interest and like the trying everything, and, and you're still kind of working hard, and you're exploring interest, and then it's you're now that beginner who's starting to like figure out, this is what it could entail, like this is what I'm doing, and then from there you start learning more how to do better and do better. And I think that's kind of like that learning to do better pieces where you got in high school and you're like, oh, I'm on this new team or I'm playing for a club now and I'm, I got to raise my, you know, abilities or you're in school and you're like, damn, dude, like I got to write these essays a little better. I got to talk to my teacher and get better at this. Like that definitely stacks. In the beginning, it's interest. And then you start getting into actually getting better and trying to move your way to mastery. Um, that does well, take time. Yeah, and I think we would talk about this without even thinking about Eddie, like in our undergrad, because, you know, it'd be midterms and it's like, hey, man, no Friday football, like we got to grind this week, you know, and that means that the only thing we are going to do is go home and read and study and do it again and then do it another time until we pass, until we take these tests in which in my experience, and I know Daniel sometimes because we go snapped each other, very sad, you know, we fail, which is a whole other story in itself about trial and error. But yeah, that's what I think of like small term school wise grinding. But even like working for the Ducks, like I could tell over the summer, like that's when the season is a grind for football players, but the off season is usually even a bigger grind because that's when everyone's trying to get faster. That's when everyone's trying to put on the weight, you know, even the winter, I guess a little bit too, but the summer, you know, that's where everyone's trying to make that transition from the guy that maybe couldn't start to the guy that is that guy that starts. You know? Honestly, I would probably agree with that. Cause I, I know for me, like end season, usually for the, for certain things was a lot lighter um especially when it came into the weight room because and in season like injuries happen and then stuff they want to keep you healthy and everything so it's not to say that you're not in the weight room doing stuff but it's probably not as like what is it aggressive as it would be in the off season so 
I'm curious, Dan, when did you feel like you had your biggest leap when it came to football? Like what off season really got you from what you were regularly doing to where you were like just that much better? Did you, did you have like a noticeable off season? And if so, did you change things? Were you, was that an off season where you were just every day grinding those, you know, um, 7 a.m. workouts? Probably the biggest jumps were definitely, I think the end of junior year going to senior year of football in high school and then in college. College was just like you got thrown in the fire and you have to learn. They, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even the coaches knew like it was going to be a stressful week for all the freshmen coming in because there was so much that you had to learn that was just different from high school. And like it was like you literally woke up in the morning, first thing you did football until literally you went to bed. So, yeah, I mean, even in your breaks, you had to be studying the playbook and everything. You know, it's similar to that. Eddie, I'm curious, did you feel like when you worked your first real day of fall camp, man, did that feel like a legit, like, the grind to be good? Because fall camp, fall camp is like a test of, man, if you want to find out if you got grit and if you can really grind – Go work at a Division One fall camp, and if you survive, doesn't matter if you're at the bottom. Of, doesn't matter if it's not. If you don't even perform that well, Terry. The fact is, if you survive, you got some grit, you got heart, and you can grind with the best of them. I, you, you want to find someone's character? Put them through Division One football fall camp, man. You will find out who they are on the real, real quick. The fakers only make it through week two. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I've seen it. Well, after week two, the real ones will be there. And you'll find out how real they really are come week four. Eddie, sorry, I didn't mean to go too much on the table. But how about you talk about that a little bit, man? Yeah, how I think it's – For you. I think um, – Like what you're saying, there's definitely levels to it. So it's like getting degrees, you know, is his own thing and then – working on sports or athletics another thing working a job with a whole other thing like there's different phases even working on relationships like it applies i think to everything um but yeah dude when you're yeah it definitely is that that place where you're in that zone of just outside your comfort and then into the challenging and then i think sometimes you're pushing that red red area and that's what fall camp was definitely pushing that area i will say though it wasn't it was bad, but I feel like, you know, I got through it. Once you got past, like, the first week, I was like, I got in a rhythm. I'm like, all right, like, this is what it is, and this is what we're going to do. And, and, yeah, sure, there are some times where I'm at that meeting, at the evening meeting before we go home, and I'm, like, tossing my head, kind of tossing back a little bit, and I'm like, oh, man. You know, or there's uh, – we get done with practice, and all I want to do is nap, but I got to get my um, – data in and then I had to go run downstairs and go do uh lunch checks right like there's a lot of those things that you had to do I don't know I think you definitely learn a lot about yourself when you go on those grounds and you dedicate yourself to to goals um to accomplishing things and I think the biggest thing is just showing up to do it again and again it really is which I definitely want to get to but I do want to move us a little bit forward in saying before we get there, why don't we talk a little bit about what we're doing right now and how we feel it's been a grind. So, like, for me, I've been working on my master's. Um, that's been a super enjoyable experience. It really has been challenging. Um, I mean, it's not easy working on higher education. And then other than that, you know, I've been trying to challenge myself to read more and read more broadly and stuff like that. And then trying to get my football knowledge up to prepare for like off season to start applying for careers and stuff like that. So, and then obviously this pod that we've been working on, um, spending some time here and there for this podcast and stuff. And then even helping my little brother with his football team and helping him learn to coach better and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I've been up to. And, and it is a lot sometimes, but like, it's just fun. Cause like, I know that this is what I'm going to do and I'm showing up, trying to show up every day to get it done and get it done and get it done. Um, and, and actually another thing too, uh, also working on myself to be better. I've been in therapy for the last three, four months now. And it's like week in, week out, man, it's been hard as shit, but like finally starting to see that progress. And I think that's another thing and I'll, I'll end on this. Sometimes when you're 
grinding for a goal that you want, you don't see a lot of progress initially. And then next thing you know, like, you're like, oh shit, like just reached a whole nother level um, because you put in that effort because you showed up. So Dan, you want to hit us what you've been up to? Um, yeah. So for those that don't know, I'm going, I went back to uh, school for a post-batch pretty much to pursue another degree, um, biology degree, going into pre-med. Um, meanwhile, doing that, I'm still working full-time um, at Nike. So, uh, yeah, it, it's been rough. Um, yeah, I literally have maybe a few hours, if that, a day to myself. And even the days that I have off, I literally have class the entire day. So it's been quite the grind and everything. But the way I see it is I just got to bite the bullet um, and just get through everything. And then once it's over, then I feel like I could probably relax, sort of. I mean, I'm still going to have to prepare for the MCAT and everything that entails with that. But yeah but i mean i signed up for it so what can you do <laughs> you got this yeah but what about oh, you yeah. Bryce? you know i probably i would say out of all the bums I'm probably grinding the least at the moment which i think for me right now is probably the best thing i could do because i you know kind of came off of spam for three years where i was grinding at code red for a while and was not great uh but yeah right now i'm doing my master's you know i take two classes and they really do take up my my entire day you know i'm taking a finance for non-finance majors and a hr and data analytics and i understand nothing and there's a lot of reading and it's a whole lot of bullshit but i do that and then the recent grind i've picked up for me in like the last like probably years been really working on my fitness and i know i've mentioned in some episodes but and and that's been a really hard grind for me because i've never working out and doing working out is hard for me because it's just not something i find pleasure in i know a lot of people who a lot of my friends that lift like they feel good after it i don't get that feeling it's usually actually the opposite i usually feel like shit after it (laughs) but it you know it's still something that I have goals, which maybe we'll talk in this episode about why I've been working out so much. And but also, I feel like for me, I've I've hit a lot of walls, and and it's been a real. You know, sometimes the thing about grinding is you can be putting in the work and not necessarily getting the results you want, especially at the rate you want or the time you want. And so that's what has probably made this one of the harder grinds I've been doing, just because. I know I got to keep doing it, but I also am not been getting the results I really want to see yet. And it's like, I know the only way I'm going to really get those results is to keep going, you know? So that's, that's probably been about it. You know, daily grind of just life in general in America in 2021, which shit, it, you know, a couple of years ago, I might say this is like a code orange type grind right now just in the times we have just trying to make it day by day but that's another story i guess i was say yeah. this day and age just give me a whole another episode about that soon oh god like, um, yes sir but i was also gonna say like um kind of maybe even talking about what it's like doing something i mean whether what we're doing now or stuff that we've done before because i think one important part like i mentioned is kind of showing up to do it i think you know, I think that's the core piece, right? Like at the end of the day, if you don't show up for it. Like no one's going to do it. You know what I mean? Like the, the stuff that you want to do or the stuff you're trying to accomplish, like you got to show up and you got to go get it done. So I think yeah. that's the most important part. So if you guys want to maybe outline some of the stuff that you've done on that grind, yeah, Bryce, go ahead and start us off. Uh, two stories, you know, uh, I think everyone here knows I, I went through like basic training and that's a you know another episode going in more details, but but what I you know the big lesson I learned from there is that quitting is just so not the answer to solving your problems. Like 
and this is me being honest with people because I'm not perfect. You know, I, I think it was like week three of 14, you know, I tried to quit. And luckily, a whole bunch of stuff happened and I changed my mind. And it's one of the best decisions I think I could have ever made in my life because I, I don't think I'd like who I am today had I quit. But for the three days where I was a non-trainee, you know, the second I said I didn't want to do it, I felt absolutely horrible. And like, it just took me three days to get back on the path. But, but the lesson I learned, you know, cause there was other guys that quit and like it, it took, I got out of there in the 14 weeks that I was in Fort Benning. I got out of there quicker by doing the hard work and the challenges than the people that just quit, you know? So I don't know. That was like a big lesson to me. Of, and that was like the legitest grind I'd ever been on every single day. It's just, was balls to the wall and it was like wow you know which was a good thing because had I not gone through something like that there's no way I would have survived working in my second biggest grind ever I guess as an organ equipment manager which I don't want to compare it to the army but there's definitely some times where it was up there with some of the golly I'm going off topic but and, and everyone that knows me knows what I'm talking about but maybe I'll go into more details later uh, but yeah, like I worked for organ equipment for like three and a half years and it's like, you're working at least 80 hours a week from at least for EQ for us. It was like, August, we'll say August 1st, I think the last week of July, something like that till if we went to the bowl game, what January, the first week of January. And you can say like, and I got maybe two or three days off that entire span and that was for counting christmas i got one day for christmas i had to eddie we had to work the 24th like i caught a very late flight from eugene to okc and then you know so forth and then i was there the next day at like 12 in the afternoon working but um that that's like an insane grind and it you know i'm glad i did it overall but it definitely had a lot of adverse effects on me that i'm still kind of working on till today but even the off season easily a 40-hour work week easily easily probably more like 50 50 to 40 because it definitely varies and then once you're in spring ball goes back to 80 but then spring ball is only like four weeks so it shoots back down to like 40 to 50 maybe 30 if you're lucky and so, yeah, that was, uh, that was like the most intense overall grind I've ever done in my life. And that's kind of why even now I'm just not going to put too much on my plate because that's part of the reason I don't, uh, yeah, this is part of the reason I haven't been putting as near as much as I probably could on my plate and why I'm not going to probably for a little while. So, yeah, that's kind of my skill. Daniel? Hmm. Listening to you, I kind of got off topic, but what was the original point? Uh, it was just like, I was kind of asking like some of those like little moments or stories you got from working the grind and getting after it, you know, like kind of day in, day out feelings and stuff. Um, I don't know. I just feel like you just put your head down and cause I'm honestly, that's kind of what, uh, I've had to do recently, especially with work is what they kind of look for in people too, is just someone that's just going to show up, put your head down and get through everything, you know? Uh, yeah, Bryce. What's the longest grind you think you've ever been on, Daniel? Like consistently uh, just every day or at least you know, six to seven, six to five times a week. It used to be athletics, but not really anymore. If any, if anything, now it's probably school and uh, working full time. That probably is going to last a lot longer um, with how long I probably have to do that for. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely not not glamorous, and there's not a lot of to really go on about with it, other than just yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to do it. Um, because it, it's not like you're really being forced to do it either. 
too. So, I mean, it's, it's on your own accord um, for them. But I mean, there's certain things that, yeah, you're, you're forced to, but at least with this, for me, it's not like, like if I really didn't want to do it, I don't have to. And I, I guess I could take an easy way out, but I mean, obviously I want to do it. So even though it's like really shitty, I don't have a social life at the moment with it really. Um, it's super stressful all the time and all, but um, I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, I signed up for it. So I'm going to see it through. Oh, yeah. What about you, Eddie? Absolutely. Um, I think my longest one definitely was working at an internship. Um, and I think it's funny too, because I think just to give a metaphor for it, it, it almost feels like you see the river and it's like you're jumping in that river and you're just you're riding on the river basically with some with some baby stops along the way. And you just kind of keep going and going and going. And <clears throat> honestly, like once you're in it it's hard like don't get me wrong but at the same time it's like all right like we're just gonna keep going like you might as well just keep on rolling and rolling and then take those mini stops at least from from my perspective because like once you stop for a while obviously it's hard to like step back into it you know it's kind of like oh man like gotta gotta get myself back into that mode but you know to that to his point to Bryce's point earlier about like the fall camp thing you know and I remember my in my interview my second interview that I did you know, one of my interviewers asked me, you know, when it's, when it's October, he's like, when it's October and you got midterms coming up and we're still mid season, you're kind of going, Oh my God, like what's going to get you through that? And I was like, well, I mean, by that time I'm already, you know, to Daniel's point, I already got my head down. Like, I'm just going to keep freaking going. Like I wanted to be here. I signed up for this. Like, this is what I want to do. So like, I'm just going to keep rolling. I think that was one of the biggest things that hit me is like, when I'm trying to do something I want to do, or at least have some interest in, and I can put my head down and roll, like, then, then let's do it. I signed up for this. Let's get it done. I think in other cases, you know, when we talk about doing jobs or career paths that we maybe don't fit who we want or what we want, it becomes a lot more difficult to embrace that grind. You almost have to do other stuff outside of that just to feel fulfilled. But when you're in that path that you want and you signed up for it, like Daniel said, it's like, you know what? We're head down and rolling. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's maybe probably why I dealt with more adverse effects from my gig, just because, you know, I loved being an or, you know, I loved being a football equipment manager. It was an awesome job overall, but it's not something, you know, it was never going to be my end all be all goal. You know, it was just something I wanted to do while in college. And it's like, you know, with you, Eddie, you want to be a football coach. You know, you want to be a doc. You know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like a lifestyle change. Like that, that's going to be your life, Eddie, if to a certain degree, of course, if you pursue it, if you keep going down your path, just like you, Daniel, you're going to get less sleep once you actually get into med school than you are now. So you're just preparing. Yeah. But I think probably what, you know, not to make this about me, but I just think like for me is probably the reason I had a breast first is because being the equipment style the equipment style life was not gonna be my life after a couple of years and you know so I think there was definitely some pushback on my end and others end about just kind of I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little off topic. I'm a little lost myself. No no I was gonna say I think it's comparable. You know working at Total Wine more as much as it, I found it interesting and like it was a good experience. That's something that was like so temporary, or at least in my head, I'm like, I'm only gonna be doing this for like a year, year and a half max. I put my effort in and I did and I cared. I actually did care about doing certain things right away because that's just you know who I am and stuff. And you know, I thought about like, oh, there's opportunities here and there, what because it's like down the path, but at the end of the day, it wasn't the life I wanted. So it just, it definitely affected me as well, where it was like very much that sense of burnout or sense of like, yeah, I'm, I'm done kind of feeling. So, and I only did it for like seven months and I didn't have to work nearly as much as you, Bryce. So like that's, so I can kind of feel you and understand you on that point. But then we'll take a moment for a bum moment, um, which I do have a good story on kind of grinding and stuff. But if you guys have some stuff, feel free to jump in after this. Um, so when we talk about grinds that we accept, you know, there's one that 
I just put on myself. It wasn't, you know, no one's going to check me. No one, you know what I mean? Like to, to what I was saying earlier, sometimes you sign up for this stuff and it's like, no one's going to, when you get older, like no one's going to hold you to that really. I mean, unless you've got a job job, they're going to hold you to it. But sometimes there are things that you do that you just sign up for that you got to hold yourself to. So when I had graduated my freshman year of college, came back home, you know, I hit up uh, the JV coach in my high school because he's a good person I worked for before when I was in high school and had a good relationship with and he's my history teacher and all that stuff. And I was like, you know, how can I help out? I'm looking to just get some more experience and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, help out for our summer workouts and stuff. And it was like, show up every day, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, but like the funny part was I, I always thought practice was five days a week. And so like the first time, I think like my parents went on a trip and so I had to go help my grandma with something. So I was like, oh, my bad coach, I won't be there for Wednesday's practice. He's like, don't worry about it. And so I left. And then like the following week, something else came up on that Wednesday. And, and I was like, it was kind of an emergency around the practice time. And like, sorry, coach, you know, I'm not going to make it again. And he's like, no worries. And then the next week on, on Wednesday, I like, I was like, all right, I want to be there. And I showed up and like, no one was there. And I'm like, is there no practice? Today? Like there's been no practice on Wednesdays. <laughs> coach i've been sitting here like all pissed at myself for missing our time here to do work so it's kind of like it's just funny to like try and go on that journey sometimes and realize that you know you make little mistakes here and that i don't know i always find it funny because he was like yeah there's no practice so i'm like why didn't you tell me that he's like well you never asked i'm like oh. like all right coach so every time i ask you like when's practice sorry i can't make it you're just like all right like whatever yeah no, it was a good time you guys have any other grinding stories that you guys might want to share you know, I've got about a billion funny bum moment EQ stories, which I'm saving for another episode. But uh, one one grinding episode that, like, to this day, I love telling people to explain fall camp. Uh, it was, like, my first or second fall camp. I can't remember. Uh, we had two Oregon football players that were almost about to get – they were so tired. It was, like, in the middle of fall camp. And they were so tired. And they were getting – they had this, like, giant fight. And, like, I thought they were going to, like, throw hands for a minute. And the fight was over what day of the week it was. And they kept telling each other it was Tuesday. It was actually Thursday. That's how – and I – the only reason I remember is because I remember hearing them and calling them idiots because I thought it was Monday. That's where we were. That's how tired everyone is. That's how little time everyone had. To, and, no, and, like, no one even thought to pull out their phone and look at the date. It was legit – you're an idiot, dude. It's Monday. No, you're an idiot. It's Tuesday. No, it's it's actually Thursday, you dumbass. Yeah. Just to give an idea of some tiredness during the grind. Golly, I'll never forget that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <sighs> Daniel, you got any bum moments with the grind? <clears throat> Not that they're really funny, I want to say. Oh, do I? I don't know. I mean, shit, I just... <laughs> A lot of times I feel like I just do what I got to do. I mean, the only thing that I can think of is I know one of the, my freshman year of college for football, I know when I was staying after practice, um, working with uh, one of the QBs um, and everything and just, just doing a bunch of other stuff. Um, whether I think that was, what were you doing? I know we're running routes a lot of times and just, just what, what, I guess, whatever we felt like, but I, I guess that's besides the point, but uh, I get back into the locker room one of the days and uh, one of the senior defensive backs was like, you just get back from being out there. Cause like everyone had pretty much either left the locker room or like was just taking their sweet time getting all the gear off and everything and just wrapping up with practice. And I'm like, yeah, He's like, oh, no, I can't have that. I can't have you outworking me. So next time, <laughs> I'm going to be out there, too. I'm like, oh, shit, all right. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's the only I mean, thing I can think of. But I mean, that's pretty cool, though, like, at least being a freshman and being on the grind. Someone yeah. coming up and going out, like, bet. <clears throat> um, something I think Bryce oh. alluded to. Oh, I got a good one, I guess. Uh, I The one time I almost got – shot by the police was because I decided to th show up 30 minutes early to soccer practice to grind a little bit 
Yeah, that's one that's one bum moment, but I don't know if it's on me or them. <laughs> but go ahead, Eddie. Sorry, that one made me think because I forgot that <laughs> the reason that all happens because I was showing up early to go do stuff. That's all good, man. Um <laughs> it's funny that way. Uh so you alluded to earlier, Bryce, kind of like doing our lifestyle stuff. So I do want to ask you guys what drives you to those grinds? And I'm not just talking about your career. I'm talking about everything else too. Like, like, for, like I said, I'm trying to read more books, right? I finished Dune yesterday so I can go watch the movie. Like I'm reading great. Like I'm, I want to read Can't Hurt Me, all these other books I'm trying to read. Um, what keeps you going in the middle of it, right? Like if, if I'm interviewing you for something and like I bring up that question, it's middle of October, you're halfway through the season. You're done with fall camp. You know what I mean? Like, what's going to keep you going? Is it passion for it? Is it it's an interest? Is it you want to master whatever it is you're doing? Is it, does it feel like it's a calling that you feel called to do that thing? Um, you know, kind of what is it, guys? Danny, you want, you want to go first? Uh... Yeah, so for me, I guess my current situation, I mean, part of it I do enjoy, but I guess um, with some of the stuff that I'm currently doing, it's more, or at least why I'm pushing myself so much and trying to figure things out is just because, like, I guess it's more the fear of not having something stable down the road or just be unsure. Like, because I have, like, a certain point or, like, I guess threshold I want to be at, and if I'm not meeting that, then I feel like, I guess, what's it's not what's the point but like I, I i don't even really like to think what like what happens if i don't meet that threshold so a lot of it is just trying to figure that out and just kind of kind of how to get to that point um so i mean yeah that's kind of what it is for me hmm. you know i don't i don't know if i have an exact answer you know i, I guess i can talk on like specific things like when I was the equipment manager, my goal, the whole thing that drove me was, you know, I, you know, I want to work at Nike and I figured, you know, it'd be a great way to get my foot into the door to figuring out certain things about the company. And like, I, you know, I wanted to be on it. I wanted to have success in sports, which I had never really had. And I, you know, I did find that at Oregon towards the end, you know, enough, you know, and I don't know. I mean, I don't like being called a quitter. I've really tried to. And there's definitely, you know, looking back in life, there's some things that I've quit that I'm not proud of. And at the same time, like, in a way, I'm glad because that's what kind of fuels me today to never do it again. You know, it was like tasting a bad drink. It's like I'm never, never going to taste that again. So I, I don't know. Like, but but I guess, like, there's a part of me that, I don't know. I just want to say, like, I did something, like, great with my life. And, like, because I don't know. Like, as a kid, like, I grew up reading all these stories about, like, great people and just all the stuff they did. And I was like, man, like, I want to be one of those. Like, and so I think, you know, whether it's, like, me trying to get shaped to join the military or it's me getting a master's so I can have an upper division management job at Nike one day, it, it's all because... I want to at least be able to say I did something with my life and like did something, you know what I mean? It's just better than average. I just, I just don't want to be like average. I think that's at the core of it, my thing that drives me on most of the stuff I do. But what about you, Eddie? Um, I think you bring up a good point. Something I wanted to mention from positive psychology. One of the first thing is learning about the, well, okay, the primary use of like well-being theory basically is like positive emotions, engagement, um, quality relationships, meaning, which you're kind of alluding to right now, or purpose, and then accomplishment. At least those last two things you really allude to, which are core parts for humans to like, so like help them be okay and flourish. Like to your point, I want to be able to go do something and like say that I did it and then be accomplished and stuff like that. It's kind of what you're alluding to, but wanted to start with that but for me I actually it's funny because probably the reason I asked this is because my last class was on meaning and work and one of the things they talked about was you know are you doing something that's a job is it a career or is it a calling 
And there's a big difference between all those three things. And for me, I was like, you know, I'm coaching because it's a calling. Because like every day I feel like I just got to do something about something. So I got to do something about helping people go succeed, about helping them learn more about football, about learning more about sports and how I can help them succeed in life and all this stuff. Like I'm doing this because I'm called to do it. You know, I'm in this master's program because I want to help those people succeed and I feel called to do it. Um, in other areas of life, like reading and stuff, it's more just a passion. So like, I just want to absorb as much information as possible. To your point, Bryce, I want to say I did it. I want to say I've read like 500 books. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to like see how much I can do and read and stuff. Um, everything else, I mean, just trying to do it because, I don't know, trying to be good at it, I guess. You know, trying to be somewhat good at trying it. Trying to be man. better than average. Yeah, trying to be better than average, man. It really is, you know, kind of getting that climate of mastery, trying to get as good as you can get. So. Not being yeah. satisfied with mediocre. Exactly. Whatever Ray Lewis said. Exactly. If you're not pissed you off guys... for greatness or whatever, then you're okay with being mediocre. And ain't nobody okay yeah. with being mediocre. <laughs> exactly. Preach. Preach, Dan. Eddie, do you think that comes from like all our backgrounds with sports? Like, because I know not everybody is like us. I know I have family that is like the exact opposite of me when it comes to this. And I have a hard time understanding and relating to them because they're, you know, they definitely, they want to be mediocre and like they, you know, are fine with that. Do you think, like, just between the three of us, like, we all have a desire to be more than average? Because the fact that Daniel is going back for pre-med to be – to people that want to be doctors are not average. That's too – it's too much fucking school. Okay? So, I don't want to hear any BS, Daniel, about you not – you being average or anything. I, I'll, but, I'll take – I'll start this wrong. I think um, it's, it's interesting because I feel like in certain – cases there are people that just haven't experienced those things that drive them and and i'm not trying to give people like an excuse or anything like that that's not what i'm trying to say what i'm saying is like sometimes i think people just have yet to find that thing that really gets them to wake up or that they can hold on to and, and use and leverage for their success and like grow and things like that and i think i was lucky that i did get introduced to the world of sports but you know, I also, my parents tried to introduce me to everything, music, reading, you know, uh, stories, sports, everything, anything that they could like let me have that they never got to experience because they were born in immigrant families that only knew like to live in this space and all this stuff. Like, so I got a chance to do all those things and experience all those things. And I found myself really just loving sports the most. And I think, anyone that plays sports which is the majority of people that we know you're working to get better or as good as you can get all the time because that's that's what's going to get you the most success so i think that definitely comes a lot from sports and you know we always you know you guys are always bitching in the some of our snapchat views about this is not to our expectation this is not good enough we got to be better like i think that stems a lot from your guys' past. And I mean, not just you guys, but my as well, um, past in sports. Cause I think you're always asking to try and do better and get better is always the goal, basically. So, well, I agree. And like, Daniel may not say this, but I've seen it firsthand. Not one of us likes fucking losing. We are not those people. You know, we were talking a little bit before on the podcast about intramural football and how we would just smoke kids that we see on TikTok nowadays. But besides the point, it's like, we we get like overly upset when we lost games in college, intramural games that in hindsight don't really mean anything, but don't tell us that. Because god dang, if I didn't almost get ejected from a game because I kept yelling at Eddie and saying just horrible fucking things, and I ran up, I walked out the field, I was an, a full on diva, and I was just I'm not saying what I did was okay, but it only came from just, just how fucking passionate I was about the situation. I've seen Eddie <laughs> I've seen Eddie uh, relive one bad play, you know, for over an hour. I've seen Daniel, god dang, I've seen Daniel almost fight kids because of just oh man, shit. You know, I, I, I just think like we have to, my point to this is that I think we're very similar in the three of us 
that we really do all like maybe this is something that kind of draws us together that we all want to be more than mediocre and when we even and i think what's even worse for us is when we fall below mediocre you know i think honestly when you know you know, I've ever been very strong academically, but I think, you know, I was like a B minus C plus student, but I think if I was getting F's, you guys would be disappointed in me. You know, if I was giving F's and not trying, I should say, you know, I think I, you know, I, I think same thing goes for now. You know, I think everyone's killing it right now. And it's like, I know, you know, I've struggled academically and I don't want to out you, Daniel, I, but we've talked about this, you know, but that your situation wasn't because of lack of trying either. You know, you yeah. had an actual medical situation going on, but it's like, you know, if you were healthy and getting bad grades, you know, I think somebody in the group would be like, Hey man, what's going on with you? Like, this isn't acceptable. You know? So I, I don't know. Do you, do you think I'm like off the mark, Eddie, Daniel? Or... Yeah. Okay. Well, glad I see you found something. Maybe that's well, what brings the bums together too in a whole. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Dan? I hate losing. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey, golly. I am a very, me. very poor sport when it comes to losing. I get very petty. So I have not, okay. I will say I'm not I don't act like a jackass if I lose. Like I'll accept my loss. I'm just saying I'll be petty about it still though. Yeah. Like, People that are okay with losing, bro. I really have a problem. I have a bigger problem with them. Hold on. I have a caveat to that though. Like Here's the thing, my caveat. So, like, let's let's return back to, like, we're grinding, right? We're trying to get successful in, in whatever it is we're doing. And, you know, we're coaching, we're playing, whatever it is. If you lose because that's just – I mean, like, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this, but I believe it was uh, uh, Captain Picard from Star Trek, whatever that – gave this quote and it was basically like you know sometimes you can do everything right and still lose and that's okay because that's just life is what i'm trying to say like if you're grinding and you're trying to get after it and you know what sometimes that shit just doesn't work out you will be able to say that you gave everything you have or at least you did everything you could have in those moments to your knowledge to whatever experience you had those are the ones that i walk away from going I mean, uh, what else do I do? What else can I say? Like, that's just how oh. it is. Versus, like, yeah. losing in that kind of, like, non-execution, you know, not effort. Like, to your point, Bryce, if, if we're getting bad grades because we're just not caring as much, it's kind of like, bro, like, why are you here? Why are you in college, you know, burning money right now? But if you're in college, finally getting it together, putting in that effort, and it's just not quite working yet, like, that's a good story. So, you know, and I, and I think it absolutely shows, even within our – you know, 20 person or more bums friend group, you know, because I think all of us are like, hey, you know, what are you doing? You know, you know what I'm talking about, Eddie? It's a, hey, haven't heard from so-and-so. What are they doing? You know, that kind of just, you can hear in the tone of their voice that they're like, are you being a bum in a bad way? Or are you at least doing something with your life? You know, there's one bum that, you know, I know I've complained to to you guys and others many times because I just get frustrated with how he lives his lifestyle and how he just goes about things. And it's like, I think it comes from a fact that he's just like, he's still stuck in a space from 2015. And I'm like, dude, you, we've all moved on. Like you need to, too. And I, and I think, you know, I'll tell you guys after the episode, but I'm sure you can figure out who I'm talking about and, why I just I can't even be around that person very much at the moment because it just infuriates me. Yeah. I think I think there's definitely a societal expectation on things just to talk about like that kind of aspect of grinding and getting better and always trying to do better. There certainly is because obviously like you know at least for the example in coaching or in athletics like if you're the best because you can't work and be the best so you're getting the most money most notoriety etc etc. So there's that kind of expectation, but I think. Because there's levels to grinding, you know, not everyone's going to pat you on the back. Sometimes you're going to pat yourself on the back. And where I'm going with this, though, is I think you're right in saying that one thing that draws us together is, you know, it's funny. 
oh man, I think a month ago or something, my mom asked me a question about my taste in like, I shouldn't say like that, but like my preference for people that I date and like, Mm. or at least like people (laughs) I'm interested in or people I have around me. And it was like, you know, who are those people like? And I'm like, huh. I'm like, oh, they got, they got their degree. They may not have gotten their degree, but they're working towards, uh, they're, they're, I'm like, oh shit. Everyone I know is like higher education. Oh, not just higher education. I'm not just talking about that, but I mean like working to something like they're all headed somewhere. They're all putting effort in, in their areas of life and their interests and stuff like that, trying to get somewhere. I think that is definitely something that has always tied us together. And, And as much as we joked about it and, you know, you had some bums, you're like, come on, just, just like, let's go out instead of like staying in to to work on that human fizz stuff but now they're doing good stuff too like i mean there was also respect given for for everything that we've done too so i think that definitely ties together um in a healthier way sometimes it becomes unhealthy but it definitely becomes unhealthy at times you know because i'm sure i'm sure certain people in the group are like in those times of transition where you're kind of not doing anything you're waiting like I, I've, I've felt at times, you know, cause like, you know, grad school kind of fell through for me for a little bit. And there was like three or four months where I didn't have a plan and I was struggling super hard to figure out what the fuck I was going to do. And everyone's like, what are you doing, man? And I was like, I'm at home with my mom cleaning the house and watching the dogs for a hundred dollars a month. That's all I have going for me. Uh, you know, and I was just like, uh, I, you know, luckily I took it the best way you could take something like that and use it as fuel to get myself into University of Oklahoma for grad school. But, you know, definitely was feeling it for myself at that point because it was just like, you know, other people were working jobs. Like, yeah, you know, that's the, we talk about this all the time. You know, it's a weird transition for us in our grinds because we have some friends that are, they, you know, they've got jobs lined out with the NFL and friends are working full time for big companies, you know, and have their own places and they're paying all of their own bills. And then it's like, you know, some of us are in grad school, living at home. Some of us are in grad school, not working and just, you know, just trying to make it through it. It's, it's a weird transition. And I, you know, I just think it's, it can get a lot of, like Dan, have you? I mean, I know you don't give a fuck, but have you ever kind of felt that way about like the group, like during like your time of transition between, you know, once you graduated in December till, you know, getting where you are now? I know we had talked about you feeling frustrated about the situation you were in and trying to get out of it. I mean, can you? Did you? Did you feel what I'm talking about though? Yes, I think so. Because like. I mean, even now, I don't want to be where I'm at right now because, I mean, the way I see it is, like, I'm just biding, biding my time till I can get into the situation I want to be in. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, it definitely sucked before, especially when COVID first started, too, because that was, like, a massive like, wrench in my plans as well after graduating. Um, but I mean yeah it still sucks because it's like I have my own space but I really don't have my own space right now too and I feel like I'm a certain stereotype that I don't want to be either and it's just like I like I said it's just like all right I just need to make it through these next like few years or so and whatever comes up if it happens sooner than later great if not like at the very bare minimum i just have to get through uh, but yeah uh sorry i'll interject first but uh i was gonna say coming back to something we said in the beginning in, in bryce's point to eight going a to g with the grind and then daniel saying a to b i think in some ways too it you can almost think it really is laying that foundation, working, okay, what am I working towards? This is what I'm doing. I'm getting better. This is what we're doing. We're expanding. We're expanding. And then eventually you go from just making nominal gains or small gains or not nominal, margin, just small marginal gains to eventually being able to like 
really makes a movement, but it takes the effort that's coming in right now. It takes those, man, I don't know if I'm going anywhere. I don't want to, I'm not where I want to be at, you know, all those questionings and doubts and all that shit that comes along with it. That is hard to overcome. That is in your head that you're just like, man, do I really want to wake up and go to class? Do I want to go to sleep, you know, get, get extra sleep right now or finish this homework assignment. So I go to work tomorrow. Like that kind of stuff, it sucks. And it's part of the grind, but you know, you're headed somewhere because of it. I think deep down, then you get there and it's, it's worth it. Yeah. Bryce. You know, it's something I, I wanted to say too, cause you know, I touch you guys this not as much anymore because I'm working on it, getting better on the inside. You know, I, I think when I got my undergrad, you know, when I get, when I graduated from university, we're going to just, I think I thought everybody else was on the same grind still at that point. Like, like my age group was <clears throat> on that same grind of get a job, establish a career, you know, keep grind. Like it's still going to be a grind. You know, you're not going to, ha- you're not going to see all these nice things necessarily yet. And something that's really bothered me for multiple different reasons. And it's, it's all on me at the end of the day is, you know, I've seen people that some older, some younger, you know, they're married, they're having kids. They own a home. They they have the job that I'm getting a master's for. And they get to, you know, they get to travel and like I, you know, I'm I live in my apartment or at my mom's house doing schoolwork. And it like obviously you shouldn't compare yourself, but I think I think for me, it's super hard that I feel like I'm having to grind super hard to get to point G, you know, from I'm at point C and I gotta get the G. And there's people that it's like they went from point A to point Z like that. And I'm like, in such a short amount of time, and it's like I can't even get one-fourth one of the way that they already are there. And it's like, you know, I'm 25, and you know, I'm a quarter-life crisis, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm working on coming to terms that probably I'm not going to be where I truly want to be until I'm in maybe my mid-30s. To be realistic, I just – I just think for everything that I want to do with my life, I'm not going to be at a point where I'm like truly like satisfied, I think would be the word. And it went, but it's like, there's people that are 24, I got friends are 23 that are at, yeah, I guess they're just ahead of me than like that. And it, it, it's kind of, I don't know. It makes me feel like I screwed up or failed somewhere, but I'm working on coming to terms that everybody has a different journey. Everybody has a different grind. Is it fair? No, but could be worse. And I, I don't know if you guys have had that same sentiment because I, I don't know. I have a weird, you know, I have, you know, just from Oklahoma, mainly is where I'm seeing like that is not necessarily my friends on the West coast. We're all still living at home, you know, getting degrees, but everyone else here in Oklahoma is getting married and buying homes and doing other things. So Eddie. Um, I don't know. We, we talked about that a lot in the past, but I'll, I kind of want to couple that with like maybe reflections because I feel like that's in a way a bit of a reflection on you grinding as well as we get towards the end of this episode kind of that reflections piece of what that's been like and what we've learned and I think that is a really important lesson as part of that is understanding that that life that you see other people living while some parts of it is something that you want realistically isn't your life like that's just not yeah. And here's where I border on faith and spirituality and, and like religion. It's not meant for you, but I'm also trying to say like realistically, not that's not your path. Like that's not what you just spent your whole life working towards, or at least now I completely like, agree. You know what I mean? So I think it's a really yeah. hard lesson to overcome. And I'm I'm only I would say in the last I'd say two weeks, three weeks, I'm finally in that spot where I'm like, you know what? That's not my life. My life starts not my life starts, but that next step starts for me in January and February. That's when my next step is coming and I need to prepare for that. And that's where I'm headed. So I think eventually you kind of realize that along the grind in a way. Um, and, and to harp on that other point again is sometimes your head's down. You're like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And the next thing you know, it's working out. And it's because you decided to show up and go commit and commit and show up and get it done. And learn how you can do it better or get help to do it better and things like that. So 
Daniel, you got any reflection pieces you want to comment on what you've learned? Um, kind of going off of Bryce's point, I, I really feel like, yeah, it's hard not to compare yourself to others and other people that you know, but at the same day, like everyone is their, on their own timeline and everyone takes different amount of times to do different things. So I know it, it's really easy to get caught up in like always comparing, but sometimes you just got to be like, you know, for them, it might've been faster for me. It might take X amount of time, but you know, as long, as long as I get through it, I guess, pretty much. Yeah, and maybe Eddie and Dana won't necessarily say this about themselves, but they're much better about accepting these types of things than I am. I have a real hard problem with accepting things that I can't change. Just, again, something I'm working on. Not perfect, but yeah. I think, Eddie, I think you've known me long enough that I have a really hard fucking time with change, and I have a really hard time accepting things that I can't change. I think, I think, I think you have seen it. It manifests differently, is the thing. And it is hard to internalize and, and break down and things like that. So I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, For sure. Yeah. But well yeah, uh final thoughts on grinding, I guess. Like maybe advice. Because we've all grinded quite a bit. Yeah. Um yeah. I would just say don't don't give up. Don't don't give up on the grind. And keep short goals. Like I'm bad about this and I've come a long way and working on it as well. You can't have your goal be A to Z or you're, it's just going to, you're going to burn out before you reach it. You know, put some short goals, you know, it'll honestly help you work even harder to reach your short goals, which will then become medium sized goals, which will then become the A to Z goal. So yeah, that'd be my final sentiments. Daniel, we got any more ads? Nope, I pretty much said what I, I had to say. <laughs> hey, look, it's good to have Daniel back, man. Sometimes going back to like that first episode, and Daniel's like, you know, if I don't have anything to say and I've said my piece, I'm all good. And that's, we, that's Daniel in a nutshell, man. It is. And it's like, we get com- the com- the few comments we have gotten about the pod. Everyone's like, man, I can relate to Daniel. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he's the favorite. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, real fast. Uh, uh, but I think that comes from just like living your life dude and I think that's kind of what we're getting at here is like beginning to live your life what you want who you are that kind of stuff and it's hard Mm -hmm. it is incredibly hard but you know what you learn as you go along and you go you know what if I don't have anything else to say I'm good if I hate losing I learned that you know what I mean that kind of stuff so the last thing I'll say is I'll, I'll kind of connect to Bryce's point and something I kind of want to, I want to test for myself, but definitely have some, I would say max five big goals, max for the next one to three years, one to five years, whatever it is you're looking at. And then establish that and then start working backwards. There's different things you could use. Uh, there's uh, smart goals, uh, And another one that I'm kind of referring to more here is called WHOOP goals, wish, obstacle, or wish, outcome, obstacle, plan. Um, You kind of look backwards. And even uh, relating back to the book on grit is, you know, what grit paragons, which are like the high-end people with grit that score basically like four and a half or five out of five on their grit scale, which is like you're insanely like gritty basically. is they have those big goals, then they have the intermediate goals, and then they have the short-term goals. And, you know, sometimes those short-term and intermediate goals can shift and change, but that main goal or those main goals stay the same. It's just the pathway there changes. So, like, and that'll help you give clarity to, like, you know, it's easy to say, oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by the end of next year. Cool. Okay. How are you going to get there? What is it going to look like? How are you going to measure it? You know, those kinds of things, ask yourself. And then if you need help, ask for help, you know, ask your friends, ask your family, ask whoever you think can help you out and achieving that stuff and holding you accountable. And then like Daniel said, put your head down and just, just go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was my last piece. And it took a while. Anyways, uh, for our audience, thank you so much for listening in yet again. Um, for our new people here, 
uh, please do follow us wherever you can, whatever platform you listen to us. Um, and go ahead and follow us on Instagram at the bums, B-U underscore MS. That's where we have most of our information. Um, you can send us voice messages over our uh, whatever platform you listen to us on, or you can just DM us on our account, anything you want to hear or people you may want to hear from or stuff like that. And, you know, thank you so much for older audience for continuing to listen with us. Um, you know, we're at this point in time at this recording nearing on 600 views. Um, and we're hoping to get, you know, our goal, uh, the goal I set for us was 3K by next July. So uh, I think we're doing pretty well. We've already doubled our views from last July. So hopefully to keep doubling, doubling, doubling. So have a great day, guys.